Hi, I'm Leandra Montero of IBS Intelligence and you're listening to the IBS Views podcast. With me here today is Avinash Godkindi, MD and CEO of Zagal, and we'll be discussing Zagal's journey towards becoming a global digital bank. If you can tell me a little about what exactly is Zagal, like what uh, is the market share you all are looking at covering and uh, how would you describe yourself in short? Sure. Uh, so, firstly, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, you know, share our thoughts with you and the wider audience. Appreciate that. If I were to, you know, describe what we do or what are we building, we are building a global digital bank. Today, if you look at it, I would say we are on that path and I would describe ourselves as a B2B2C SaaS fintech company, digitizing spends to drive growth and to unlock value by automating workflows. Right. We have... A four-cornered business model, we have uh, corporates, corporate enterprises uh, that we acquire and we acquire users uh, who could be employees or partners of these uh, companies uh, by offering our solutions. Uh, These solutions are offered through a platform. Uh, When I say platform, it's a simple combination of a payment instrument like a credit card or a prepaid card married to our software platform. So that's how we look at our uh, platforms. We acquire these users by offering solutions like expense management, employee reimbursements, employee benefits, employee rewards, employee recognition, as well as loyalty for these brands. And we drive these uh, users to our partner merchants. We have about 12,500 partner merchants. We have about 4.5 million uh, users. Uh, we have about 4,500 uh, corporate customers. All through our partnerships with banks and NBFCs, non-banking financial corporations, which are lenders in India and, uh, you know, networks. So we work a lot with Visa. We work with uh, NPCI, which is the Rupee Network. That's how we drive uh, traction. In terms of Visa, like you mentioned, your partnership with Visa, it's been a massive partnership that you all have undertaken in the last, I would say, year almost so um, what do you look at achieving through uh, this partnership and also a lot of other partnerships you'll have a partnership with the yes bank as well see our cornerstone of our strategy uh, leandra is that uh, we believe in partnerships right Uh, we don't uh, uh, think in today's day and age it makes sense for uh, anyone to try and do everything on their own Simply because technology allows you to uh, connect seamlessly uh, via APIs uh, and other interfaces. So it's much faster. It's much more efficient because our focus is the user. Our focus is the corporate and the employees of these companies, right? And if you want to give a seamless experience uh, at a rapid pace, uh, at a relatively low cost, you need to be flexible to be able to partner with uh, various types of partners. Right. The Visa partnership has been especially uh, good for us because uh, it has opened a lot of uh, other opportunities, opportunities to partner with other banks, uh, a lot of uh, know-how. Uh, we have also uh, partnered in a big way with NPCI. There are a couple yes. of uh, very interesting programs that we are doing with NPCI as well. Similarly, with the banks, we work with a whole host of banks today. We work with uh, DBS, uh, we work with HSBC, we work with ICICI, we work with YES, we work with Indescent, uh, we work with NSDL now. So a whole host of banks that we work with who either partner to sell our software to their customers or they do co-branded cards with us. Do you believe not only for your company, but other fintech companies and startups that, you know, the the success lies in partnership? Yes, I think, of course, to each 
one his or her own right uh, i won't want to right. necessarily say that there is a gospel truth and everybody needs to follow that yeah. same rule but by and large our belief or our world view is that the world uh, in the fintech space at least is becoming more and more interdependent or interconnected right, right. and those who want to create an ecosystem which is in isolation uh, would be left out because the right. the, the way a, a user or a, or an individual or a entity like a corporate would uh, view this is that they want interoperability they want the convenience right. that without having to pull out uh, a separate payment instrument they should be able to experience the ability to pay when and where and the how they want to right so the right. the need is that the the institutions which offer these services whether it's banks or fintechs like us need to go to the customer rather than asking the customer to change their behavior for us right that's the crux right. of the we need to adapt the the ways that are uh, you know embraced by the user rather than the other way around so you can only do that right. through partnerships and i'm this is a very obvious question i'm going to ask you given the covid scenario i think you've been asked this a million times but what has been the impact on business obviously it's a digital company and digital has boomed one of the especially fintech has boomed during this covid um, scenario so Great. how have you all taken it so absolutely it's been it's been from a business perspective very very good for us although on a on a human side it's been a terrible tragedy and uh, you yes, know absolutely. all of us uh, have uh, known of somebody who suffered uh, a deep loss yeah. uh, so while uh, we recognize that and we empathize uh, with that but from a from a pure business perspective you know what has happened uh, leandra is a lot of companies uh, had delayed their digitization you know it was one of those things which yes. was very 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 important but never necessarily urgent and so companies just said okay let me push this to the next year push this to the next year and covid brought that to the forefront and uh, forced uh, all of us to uh, relook as to how digital ready we are and if uh, we can actually cope with the uh, the scenario that covid threw at us right and so we saw a lot of contracts come in a lot of companies who were uh, so far thinking of digitizing just couldn't function uh, once covid hit there were so many processes that were broken and they had to quickly adapt and quickly adopt a lot of uh, technology uh, and obviously right. they couldn't have put it in house so they worked with the best mm-hmm. of the best in the market like uh, what we believe in our space we are uh and that really helped uh, these companies so give you just to give you an example uh, right one of our customers like uh, uh, i'll name them it's microsoft uh, came back and said look right. we have a no touch policy right so microsoft wanted uh, to uh, offer to their employees an experience which was completely no touch when this uh, ask came from there and we were able to provide an end to end no touch experience including the uh, know your customer the kyc journey right which right. was end to end digital and without a touch requirement from the the user and that was very right. uh, widely appreciated and we mm-hmm. saw you know a lot of their business come to us simply because right. we were able to offer a end to end no touch experience so n number of customers uh, really embraced this whether it's uh, uh AT&T whether it's uh, EA games a whole host of companies like Tech Mahindra all have embraced our solutions because they saw that you know we are able to really digitize end to end 
Yeah, I read uh, read about uh, not read. In fact, I cover the news where y'all bagged eighty five new contracts. So that's really really impressive for this yeah. uh, for this financial year. I think right twenty twenty one. It was a quarter. It was a quarter. Yeah, it was the first quarter. Oh, okay, it was the quarter. Uh, oh, that's yeah. that's even more impressive. So yes. congratulations. <laughs> also, y'all uh, forayed into the new banking space with your latest initiative. I think Zixuk. Am I pronouncing that right. correct? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. So what made you think this was the right time, you know, to venture into neo-banking in India? See, if you look at the space, uh, I'd rather say the space of the SMEs or the SMBs, right, uh, as they say in the right. US. Uh, the SMB space has been uh, for too long uh, a neglected uh, segment by banks across Absolutely. the world, right? Especially uh, in India. Especially in India, Yes. Uh, and the reasons could be whatever, but we feel that, you know, the next uh, spurt of growth in India is going to be driven by the SMBs uh, simply because the scale of the opportunity is so large and it requires, uh, uh, you know, the economy and the nation to tap into the entrepreneurial spirit of the country. Right? Uh, and there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit in the country, uh, and uh, but that requires the support and the nurturing. Uh, we felt this was a great uh, opportunity in terms of what's being offered in the market versus what's the need of the art. And that's why we uh, incubated Zigzag because it would require specific uh, attention, uh, dedicated focus, uh, rather than trying to do it within uh, Zagel, within the company. Zagel, we incubated a separate company in Zigzag and it's it's worked out really well. We've uh, launched our product uh, which is the business finance manager, we have seen huge uptake for that because it's simply a, a, a technology platform solution which allows the owner of a business to see what's happening in their business in the language of business rather than the language of accounting. Uh, if you look at any of the platforms that are offered today in India uh, on the accounting side, they are very much built for the accountant, by the accountants, you know, speaking the language yeah. of the accountants. Accountant, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rather than helping the, the business person actually yeah. understand where her business is. Uh, and okay. the Zigzag uh, business finance manager actually allows you to, through graphical depictions and, you know, real-time information, actually visualize where their business is, what their uh, accounts receivable is, what's their accounts payable, right. what's the cash flow situation. And then mm-hmm. once that information is presented in an easy, understandable manner, uh, the business person is able to make the decision what they should do about their business uh, that comes right. out fairly obvious uh, as to what whether they need to arrange for capital or if they have surplus capital where should they deploy it uh, mm-hmm. and so on and so on. okay so i think you'll have managed to successfully you know eliminate the over dependence on the accountant where businesses were completely dependent on the accountant now they can understand it themselves so that yes, and, 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 and accountants are loving this because, you know, uh, Leandra, you wouldn't believe how much uh, of a burden it was for them. Uh, to be to the middleman over there. <laughs> great, great. And yeah. then sometimes to be the bearer of the bad news, we heard from one yes. accountant, he said, look, I needed to carry all the bad news. And I would, even yeah. if the bad news was, you know, say a dip in sales or poor mm-hmm. collection. And that was supposed to be done by uh, the sales team or the collections team. I was the bearer of the bad news and hence I would get the flag. Uh, now yeah. the information is, is uh, digitized. Everyone loves to shoot the messenger. 
Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, that's true. So uh, <laughs> even the accountants are uh, very happy that you know their workload is a little uh, lesser, and uh, more importantly, right. they don't have to face those awkward uh, conversations. Right. In terms of challenges, um, I notice not many companies are in India, especially, are venturing into neo banking right now. I think there's just Razorpay, X, as there, Neo, and a couple of others. So, what uh, do you feel is holding back companies from making the leap? I think, uh, Leandra, one is uh, you need to have a certain base uh, in terms of customers or in terms of uh, offerings which are really meaningful for uh, your target group. Because it's very easy today to come back and say, hey, I'm going to give you a view of all your banking accounts, you know, which some of our competitors are doing. If you actually dial uh, any of the SMBs and ask them, how much do you really want to see, how, how much of it is a vitamin versus a painkiller is is this really a burning need that you have or a minor inconvenience uh, i would bet my bottom dollar that most of them would come back and say that this is a minor inconvenience that i can't see all my uh, balances at the same time uh, but it's not something which is really really a burning need uh, so that's something which is there in our roadmap as well to be able to do a multi bank uh, integration and to showcase that information but when we and we started off thinking that that could be the the you know killer app so to say or the killer yeah. application yeah. so to say uh, turned out it was it was just a nice to have uh, and that's right. how when we did a lot of conversations with uh, smbs so our base is more than 500000 smbs today uh, and mm-hmm. uh, we when we we spoke to uh, a small uh, set of uh, those smbs about 5,000 uh, SMBs, it came out very clearly that right. the need was to be able to uh, address uh, uh, their ability, especially in the middle of the pandemic, for mm-hmm. them to have a handle of what's happening in their business, to be able to see where they right. are, you know, how much money they have, when will they need more money, uh, etc. Right? And from if they have to collect money, from whom do they need to collect money? It's all good to remember the top right. five or top 10 uh, uh, folks, but what about the bottom 10? That's money too. Exactly. Right? And most people yeah. don't remember okay. who they are. Coming back to your question, the, the need uh, for somebody to offer neo banking is that they need to have a very strong use case, pain point that they're really addressing or solving for uh, their target group. Then and only okay. then it makes sense to go and offer a neo banking solution. Just labeling yourself right. as a neo bank doesn't make you a neo bank. Exactly. Absolutely. What do you think is the outlook for the fintech market in India? Not not only neo-banking, but the fintech market as a whole. What uh, Where do you see it in the next year, say three to five years? Uh, I think you, you're going to see a lot of consolidation. That's my view. Uh, right. You see a few players emerge. Already some of it is happening with uh, uh, some of the large transactions getting affected uh, mm-hmm. recently. You'll see more consolidation. You'll also see more innovation come in. Uh, because yes. there's more scale that is kicking in. I think the secular trends are around uh, digitization, around deeper mobile penetration, more data usage. Those trends will only accelerate. Right. Uh, and that really helps, uh, you know, uh, the fintechs. So I think all in all, the outlook is very, very bright and you're going to see a lot more innovation come in, uh, but also a lot more consolidation. So I think it's going to become uh, tougher and tougher uh, for uh, newer entrants to really make a dent uh, because there's a lot of uh, opportunity opportunity that has been, uh, you know, tapped into by some of the older players like us. And uh, you're going to see that trend continue. 
and in terms of on a personal level is uh, zaga looking to you know launch any new expansion plans or any innovative fintech products in the next level i read somewhere that you all were you know planning to go uh, expand on a global level more so is yes. that in the pipeline for the yes next oh absolutely uh, leandra we we put our uh, global expansion plans a bit on the back burner because of covid uh, to be very honest yes. we wanted to assess what it means uh, what covid means to our business our customers and some of this really becomes tougher when you can't actually go to a a, a, a a particular location and set up business exactly. there you have a running business uh, bau business as usual is probably easier through a zoom call or a, a teams call but yeah. uh, actually going and setting up business uh, we felt would be more effective if you know uh, we do that post the pandemic i think we are right. very close to that uh, stage and i expect in the next 6 months uh, thing to completely come back to uh, a normal uh, normal, uh yes. as the old normal not the new normal uh, or at least a hybrid closer to uh, closer to the old normal than the new normal yeah i think uh, we can look at a hybrid for now that's what's the future is going to be a hybrid it is it is absolutely uh, and uh, with travel opening up i think it's it's uh, really uh, going to make it easier to actually uh, right. uh, you know, launch new nation new country in terms of business starting our business okay. there and uh, that is something that is there very much in our you know horizon in the next 6 mm-hmm. uh, to 9 months right. and anything else you would like to add in terms of fintech or zagal no i think uh, from our perspective we are very excited uh, in our uh, journey where we are we are growing very rapidly we have entered a phase of hyper growth uh, and right. uh, we look forward to the coming uh, Six to eight months. There are going to be a lot of announcements from uh, Zagal in these six to eight months, and uh, look forward. Uh, be looking forward to hearing more from us. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking forward to hear the news and publish it as well. Lovely, okay. lovely. It was it was lovely meeting you, and thank you so much for the time. Sure, sounds good. Take care. Stay safe. Yeah. Bye bye.